It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. Hey everyone, Tim McMaster here along with our MLB.com Braves reporter Mark Bowman. And Mark, a few days left before the trade deadline, but the Braves have already, already pulled the trigger on a move. And I think from a Braves perspective, you look at this trade, Lucas Harrell and Dario Alvarez to the Rangers for Travis Demerit. To me, it's amazing because these are two players in Harrell and Alvarez that that the Braves were able to basically just kind of get in May and then flip two months later to get a legitimate prospect. Now, Demerit is not a, a top, top type prospect guy, but he does have top, top power. And if he can kind of tap into that and not strike out as much as he's had so far in his career, it seems like this is a guy that could be a big league starter, a a run-producing type player. And for the Braves to bring him in for something they didn't even have at the beginning of the season is pretty remarkable. Oh, no doubt about it. This was, you know, Coffey has flipped many a player. I mean, he he doesn't let the uh, clock strike midnight on any of them. (laughs) These short-term guys. But you look and he. Julius Chassin, or Ulysses Chassin. Um, you know, you go back to that. He goes out and gets a guy with an extended spring training. I mean, Chassin at least had a little bit of a pedigree. I, you know, Lucas Harrell's pedigree was basically consisted of a half, a one strong half season with the rebuilding Astros. And so then he, he comes up here in July, and he basically was the last man standing. I mean, there was they really hadn't thought about him ever joining the rotation just so many injuries, Aaron Blair struggles. All of a sudden, he gets five starts. He's effective in four of them. And you're able to, to send him and Dario Alvarez. Let, let's take a step back. Harold started this year in double A with the Tigers before being released. Uh, Alvarez had like a, a nine-plus ERA there with, in triple A with the Mets before they released him. Um, and, and now all of a sudden, Alvarez came up before the All-Star break. He struck out like 22 of the 38 batters he faced um, before the break. And, and But after the break, it was 6 of 21. You started to see a little bit of regression or may, maybe just regression to the mean. Um, but at the same time, you use that value that he produced during those months and you get Travis to merit. Uh, you know, yes, this guy strikes out a third of the time. Um, yes, he's playing in some parks that, that uh, where you can hit home runs, that, um, or that home runs you know are hit in plentiful fashion. But at the same time, he's got a little bit of pop. You know that they've used the comparisons of Ron Gantt and, and Javi Baez. That doesn't mean he's going to become those guys. It's just that's just saying what kind of player he is. He's a a guy who can play multiple positions, have have some pop. Um, he's got 25 homers already this year. Here's a guy that. The Braves haven't had that kind of right-handed power in their system, power potential in their system for a long time. Um, so you, you, you obviously take a chance on this guy. Like I said, this is uh, we're going to start calling Coffee Flipper John. So. 
<laughs> yeah, this was Flipper John's uh, best flip yet, um, and uh, that doesn't mean that the Merritt's going to, you know, make it. But at the same time, Harold and Alvarez didn't necessarily fit into this club's, club's future, especially if Alvarez had continued to, uh, you know, regress to the mean like he had here after the break. Right. Regardless of whether or not Demerit makes it, um, you're getting basically something for nothing. And Demerit's a guy that, hey, he started the Futures game this year. Now, I know there's some stuff in his past uh, 80-game suspension last year for uh, testing positive um, for PEDs. Um, that's obviously a black mark. But he's come back this year and shown the power again after the suspension. So, uh, you would hope he's figured that all out, and he, and he's not you know, obviously going to stay away from that sort of thing and still showing that power. So impressive stuff. Now, there's still time before the trade deadline, uh, and the Braves still have some pieces that could be moved. Um, if you think pitching, Jim Johnson kind of jumps out as a possibility. Um, what are the chances the, of, of a Jim Johnson or somebody else getting moved between now and Monday? I think if you're looking at – the guy who's most likely to be traded probably is Jim Johnson. Um, everybody's looking for bullpen help. Um, I, I think that somebody can at least look at him and say, hey, look, he can be our seventh-inning guy. Uh, at least add a little bit of depth to uh, that, that bullpen mix. And, you know, you, yes, there are some you – know, you'd have to be somewhat cautious if you're a playoff contending team just based on what he's done when he's been traded in the past. You know, we all know what happened when he left Baltimore and went to Oakland. Uh, last year when the Braves traded him to the Dodgers, uh, the struggles he's had. But at the same time, I do think that uh, the Braves could get a, maybe a mid-level prospect for him. I think two intriguing names. Uh, it, I'm not saying these guys are going to be moved, but but if if the Braves are going to make a significant move or, or one that's going to pique the interest of uh, you know the baseball world would be, you know, would they move? Nick Marquez or enter NCRT. NCRT's name has been linked to trade rumors from the about uh, probably about an hour after the Braves acquired him from the D-backs. We started hearing, well, you know, well they moved him now. Uh, the Indians had interest back then, some other teams at that point in time. I think that the Braves they, they would they would only move him if the, you know the deal was right. I don't think NCRT is hitting well enough right now that a team's going to provide the kind of value that would influence the Braves to move him. As for Marcakis, a couple weeks ago when the Royals looked like they, they may do some buying, um, they showed interest. Uh, at that point in time, they, they weren't interested in taking on the amount of money that they would have had to for Marcakis to go $22 million through the next two seasons, so $11 million apiece. Um, the, the one team that's always in play for Marcakis is the Orioles. You know, he, he's loved there in the organization. The fans love him. Uh, as of my, you know, last time I checked, they, there has been discussion. I wouldn't say those discussions have been anything serious or anything like that, but at the same time, he is on the Orioles radar. So if he got moved, um, that's one team that I, that I think could, uh, you know, bring him back there to to Baltimore. Exactly. You know, how he fits their plans. I, I don't know. Like I said, those discussions haven't, uh, progress far enough yet for us to, to um, consider it, you know, to make too much out of it. But at the same time, um, it's something to keep on the radar. 
Yeah, and they have the injury to Joey Rickard, so there's definitely a place there depth-wise. And a lot of people, I think, that are Orioles fans would say, why did Nick Markakis ever leave? I mean, he should have just re-signed there when he was a free agent and stayed, but he did He did leave and he went down to Atlanta. Um, but that certainly makes a lot of sense. Um, it seems like things have cooled as far as Julio Tehran goes, uh, as far as him being traded away. You never know. There could be an 11th hour uh, big push by a team to get him, but, but he left his start. Um, last time out with uh, lat tightness. Um, seems like he's going to be a guy that stays in Atlanta here through the trade deadline, but he's going to get a couple of extra days off here. Is he going to be ready to go on Saturday, Mark? Yes, he will be. You know, he uh, he he left that start, and that was a scare. I mean, you, you saw it on uh, Brian Snicker's face after the game. Uh, you know, guy, your, your ace has got some discomfort underneath the uh, – his pitching shoulder, and you have to wonder at that point in time, you know, what's going on. Now, Tehran admitted to us Saturday morning when he came back to, to the stadium and said, hey, look, yeah, I was a little bit apprehensive about how I was going to feel this morning, but he woke up feeling much better. And now he's uh, he progressed throughout the week. He's played catch. He will get off the mound here, uh, here later today. And, uh, you know, all expectations are he will make that start on Saturday. You know what? At the end of the day, what it ended up being was was basically a uh, slight strain in that upper back. You know that that it's a, the flat, the the big muscle right there underneath the shoulder. And uh, so you don't want him changing his uh, you know his delivery or anything to and then lead to a, a more significant injury. So uh, I think that they they took the cautious approach. They had an off day on Monday and were able to give him two extra days. And then they you know all. Uh, their expectation is that that's all he needed. Yeah, certainly no. There's no pennant race here, so be cautious, take your time, and make sure that this guy's okay because looks like he's going to be a big part of the future. All right, I wanted to touch on one more thing with you, Mark, and and that is a guy who maybe isn't a big part of the Braves' future anymore, but Hector Oliveira uh, in the rehab portion of his return, obviously from the suspension and all the trouble off the field early in the season. Um, he started hitting real well at the lower levels. That's cooled off a bit now in AAA. But is there a situation, a scenario where he ever finds his way back to the Atlanta Braves? I don't I don't think so. I'm going to say, you know, you want me to put a, a number on uh, odds of him ever playing in Atlanta again, I'd say it's 5% or below. Uh, you know, the players themselves have been – have made it known that they don't want him back in the clubhouse. Uh, there are some some executives that feel the same way. Um, at the same time, you, you look at the situation. You know, you you owe this guy thirty million dollars over the next few years. You, you can't. They're not just going to let him go. But at the same time, uh, I think that their their hope is that he produces well enough at the minor league level that they can at least you get some kind of value for him. That, that doesn't mean they're going to be able to make some kind of significant trade. Maybe it's packaging him with somebody um, <clears throat> to get to, a, you know, as part of another deal. Uh, but right now he's three for 27 there. It's uh, at three hits in his first 27 at bats there with Lynette. Uh, we all know that he's been a, a disappointment. You know, in September last year, he wasn't the player they, they envisioned that they got. Uh, this year, you know, he obviously didn't play enough for us to really get a feel for what what he was going to do this year. But uh, I, I do not think he'll ever be back in Atlanta. I think the question is how long do the Braves 
you know, keep him down there at the minor league level um, with the hopes of, uh, you know, spending him, you know, or trading him elsewhere in the future. All right. Great stuff, as always. This has been MLB.com Extras, our Braves edition. For Mark Bowman, I'm Tim McMaster. Tune in again next week. MLB.tv Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.tv Premium includes a free At-Bat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go every night on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.tv for details.